It's the dawning of a new day. It's the dawn of Aquarius. What are duck fat chips? I think it's just duck confit, really. It's just a little bit of duck fat. Like frozen, and you take it home and cook stuff in it? No, duck... No, like, or is it like, like French fries? fries and yeah, cooked in duck fat. Yeah, it sounds, sounds great. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Or if you're kinky, it's with feet. Shine a light on whom? On whom? On whom? Ooh, this espresso is yummy. Your espresso is yummy. Good morning and aloha, Biscuiteers. Welcome to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The Biscuits and Gravy Show welcomes you. We have one jam-packed hour, hour plus for Spotify fans of pure content. Unadulterated. <laughs> the gravy train is going to make so many stops today. As always, we're going to finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Buffalo Sound. Where we honor our contract to be a actually educational radio program. <laughs> Isn't that great, Vincent Foti? We don't have to be educational if uh, they don't play us on the radio. Ah, well, we're still live <laughs> at KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. And live streaming in Spotify. Check us out at BiscuitWords.com. Okay. We are not doing anything uh, live. Yeah, well. Both the things you just said are incorrect. <sighs> It's live when you hear it. But we are right here. Biscuit is right here, Biscuit is right here Chuck. I hate COVID so much. I miss recording live. Although, to think of how it dirty is. that studio was. Yeah. Like, I never vacuumed. <laughs> <laughs> that was just, we cooked in there. There's we so much like biscuit crumbs and stuff the studio. on the floor. Uh, mo- more than one time, I believe you spilled something on the transistor. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, if you ain't that's getting how, gravy on the transistor. That's how single female lo- lawyer got knocked off the air <laughs> in Futurama. Sp- Fry spilled something on the transistor and it knocked Fox off the air. Oh, lordy. <laughs> I'm so pumped for today's show. Gravy is in the news, of course. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Gordon Ramsay later. I didn't realize. What an Egyptian last name that is, huh? Ramsey's? Yeah. Gordon Ramsay's? Yeah. <laughs> the first. <laughs> Should we talk about what's actually happening right now? Uh, sure. We don't like to talk about politics no, on the show too nah, much. It's, we are just talking about home cooked conversation. <laughs> but today was an historic day. Yeah. For American politics. Yep. Especially Georgia, for for white people. Yes. <laughs> well, every day is special if you're white in America. Mm. But uh, Georgia elected mm. its first black senator. Chee-hoo! Um, the Senate is now controlled by Democrats, those yes, Democrats. Both the Democratic senators in the Georgia runoff election won, unseating two Republican senators. What's well, a Georgia giving, runoff election? Just peach juice? Which actually makes Donald Trump the first president to lose the House, the presidency, and the Senate Whoa! since the 1930s. Wow! <laughs> Uh, Also, a little bit of a kerfuffle going on down in our nation's capital. Nah, dude. Truthers stormed a bunch of federal buildings. A bunch of Trump supporter terrorists. uh, They're not terrorists, brother. Truthers, bro. Okay. No, they're they're, well. They're only they're they're waving Confederate flags. They're only technically terrorists. Only if you go by the dictionary definition of terrorists. Yeah, which their lawyers will not do. Um, I like all the names that they've come up with for all these like Trump terrorists. What's so Benzifoti? Lay the scene. What's so traitorous about storming the Capitol with a bunch of guns and shutting down democracy and shutting down (laughs) democracy and kicking the doors of what's it Nancy Pelosi's desk? Yeah, somebody took a picture of himself with his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Well, which is pretty fun. That's cool. Because Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, she's not great. She's not either. great either. You know, just. But still, you're not supposed to storm the Capitol and shut down democracy. So there's a couple names that have been going around the internet for the Trump supporters, like Y'all Qaeda. Y'all Qaeda. Y'all Qaeda. I really like uh, Vanilla Isis. Oh, of course, because Vanilla <laughs> Ice performed maskless. At uh, the, his Florida state, right? Vanilla ISIS and uh, Talabama, which is Alabama. Talabama. Like yeah. Roll Tide. Yeah, all right. Now, these are people <laughs> who uh, believe in Flat Earth. Yes. There's a causation, not correlation with it, right? There, there's, a, there's a lot of white nationalists. <sighs> well, they are just fighting the Democrats, bro. Is this the beginning of the Second Civil War? 
Or is it the last dying gasp of a bunch of uneducated white trash fascists? Mm. Find out next week on Biscuits and Gravy. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover that on Follow-Up Junction and let you know if we still have a functioning democracy or not. Well, it's functioning as it ever but was. But as for now... As functioning as it ever was. We've got more important stuff to talk about right Chee-hoo! now. Should we bring it into a follow-up junction? Yeah, dog. First stop on the biscuit and or gravy train today is follow-up junction. Follow-up junction is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cumberbuns. Let Benedict go to waste. Funding for follow-up junction is presented in part (laughs) by Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. Who can't spell benediction? Without Benedict. And also, Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match for a Cumberbatch. Today's show is presented in part by Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against hunger. Do you know who Adolfo Quinones is? Adolfo Quinones. First of Hmm. all, first name Adolfo, problematic. Yeah, Adolfo. <laughs> it's just, that's that's an Adolf. Oh, you're gonna name your kid Adolf. Uh, listen, oh. people, people who name your kids Adolfo, we're putting you on notice. Okay, Adolf- we know what you oh. we know what you're doing there. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just because you add an O doesn't mean we don't know what you're doing. Oh, you hear that? Our number one fan, Hitler O. Sounds like a cereal. <laughs> Hitler O's. That's Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> That's like people whose last name is Hitler. Those are usually just nice people with a very unfortunate last name. Mm-hmm. If your first name is Hitler, your parents are yeah. Your jerks. parents suck, dude. Pa- <laughs> I shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> um, so Adolfo Quinones was the guy from Breaking Two. Yes. Uh, electric Boogaloo. We were talking about Electric Boogaloo last week. Electric Boogaloo. We were talking about the about Electric Luau, Boogaloo and the it- Second Civil War. Right, exactly, and then it turned out that uh, he died. Electric Boogaloo after our show. was was the name of the second Breakin movie. That's yeah, B R E A K I N apostrophe Breakin. Yep, gotta because gotta get rid of those G's. It was about breakdancers, mm-hmm. and so legendary breakdancer Adolfo Quinones, Le- aka legendary, huh? AKA Shabadoo. Shabadoo! That was his his stage name, I believe. Shabadoo. He died the very same day while we were doing the show and talking about that movie. Yes. Which, what are the odds that anybody would be talking about the movie? We are just talking about the most relevant things here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Of course. So we were really ahead of the curve. Doesn't Shabadoo sound like an Adam Sandler? Yeah, it sounds like an Adam Sandler character. Shabadoo. Isn't your dad the devil? Shabadoo. Shabadoo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, (laughs) also on Follow Up Corner, uh, how did your show go at the playground? Oh, man. So thanks for asking. Uh, So you and I are both. Stand-up comedian. Yeah, dude. Here on Maui. Yeah, doing the most amount of stand-up. We've opened up for people like Handle Verse. I've opened up for Joe, Joe Coy. Todd Berry, amongst many others. I opened up for Todd Berry and Handle Verse as well. Yeah, dude. And uh, I love doing comedy. There's no better place to do comedy than in Maui, Hawaii, because we are still have bars that are open for whatever reason. <laughs> Wrestler World shut Not down. Not for long. Yeah, no, it's totally going to be. I really actually kind of hope I get furloughed again, dude. Oh, man. I was on day drink, listen to John Prine, and go snorkeling every I hope that I don't get unfurloughed. Mm. So, anywho, uh, great new venue at a harbor that I mispronounce all the time called Maalaya. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Ma- Ma- yeah. Maalaya Harbor. And uh, this place is so fresh. It's called you The can't Playground. Find it on Google. Oh, wow. But it's called The Playground, and it's a great That's place fresh, to get drunk. Even the Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater is on Google. Twice. <laughs> so, the venue seats four to 500 people. Which is great because they had a hundred person show. We wow. nearly sold out, um, which is good. They did a little low key advertising for it. You nearly sold out the hundred person cap because yeah. they have to space everybody. Because of yeah. COVID, yeah, right. But then once the COVID ban gets lifted, it'll go back to being a full capacity. Chino venue. headlined. Uh, Corky Gardner did an amazing set. I uh, middled and Callahan Welsh, alt comedian extraordinaire, wow. had uh, literally the exact same set I've always seen him do, <laughs> and he killed it uh, towards the Speaking end. Speaking of alt comedians, have you been following Goat versus Fish on Instagram? Uh, is he back? Is Goat versus Fish back? He Don't was call it a comeback. Reddit. He never. No, he never went away. I only follow him on Reddit, and I never. Oh, see you follow him, him on Reddit? Yeah. It's, oh, that's it's... weird because I follow him on, on Instagram, wow, and so he much has empty. been relentless. Tireless his efforts, man. It's, it's so applaudable. Go, go check him out, uh, <laughs> comedian? Question mark. Goat versus fish. But thanks for asking. Uh, I did a really great job, actually, not for nothing. 
to toot my own horn. It felt really good to get on stage and do it again. So uh, weird thing about it, though, because of COVID, we have to perform in like a fishbowl. So they have a drop right. ceiling come in, like from the ceiling to the ground. They have plastic, kind of very thick plastic, like plexiglass. Did you rip it down like you did at the Vibe Show? No, okay. I did not do that. I'm really <laughs> trying, listeners. KK, you got. I'm really trying not to get banned. That's like my goal for 2021. From the playground is to not get banned. From you can't more get banned from somewhere until it's at least on Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, also, we should mention and that... And you're on the show coming up on the 19th. Yeah, the, uh, the 18th, I believe. 18th? It's Monday yeah. the 18th, if that show goes through. Um, unlike the Dustin Ibarra show, which I was <laughs> supposed to be on that never happened. Um, yes, I will be on that show, so I'm looking forward to that. If you want more information on the comedy scene here on Maui, follow Power Up Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. That's Power Up Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. You can also check out BiscuitWars.com. Yeah, go to BiscuitWars.com if you want to follow Chuck and I on Facebook, and if you want to listen to us on Spotify or uh, Apple iTunes podcasts, Do it, we bro. are Biscuits and Gravy 808. That's right, the Biscuits and Gravy. You can find us on Spotify. Like us, follow, share. We get more listeners every like, week. Like, follow, share. Yeah, we're... And we love each and every one of you. And so... Uh, even if you don't listen to the show, just follow us on, on Spotify. It helps us out. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part Subscribe. by Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. Looking for something Jewish and shriveled? Look no further than Bob Dylan's Dill Pickles. And also Woody Harrelson's Discount Lumber. His prices on lumber are smoking. Oh, if I've you didn't get Woody, so long. you didn't get wood. That's a throwback one. Yeah, that's a throwback. You're a biscuit eater. You're a biscuit eater. Coming up on the show, we got a spoiler alert. Ooh, I've seen a couple movies. Uh, I'm going to talk about Breaking Bad and El Camino because I'm really late to the party. Really? I watched another movie called The Racer Head. Oh, that's a David Lynch movie. Yeah, it's the most it's David Lynch movie. It's really, bizarre. I don't know if it's the most David Lynch movie. Mm. It might be close. Mm. I, I mean, it's probably close. Mm. I don't know if I, I... It was worth watching, put it that way. Quiet, you sons of biscuit eaters! Oh, uh, man, we got a little bit Gluttony Club. Uh, we have such a jam-packed show for us. And, of course, mm-hmm. and we, haven't we even, got Gravy Central. We haven't even finished the opening of the show How's your New Year's, Chuck? Very uneventful, which is exactly what I want to do. What's your favorite Marvin Gaye song, Chuck? It's mm, probably What's Going On. Hey, hey, Vince, I have a question that's been plaguing me all morning. What's that? What's your favorite Four Non Blonde song? <laughs> what's your favorite Lord song? Mine's probably Feeling Good on a Wednesday. Are you feeling good on a Wednesday? I am Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea cucumbers. It's a new uh, dawn. It's look, a new day. Look like poop. It's a new it's a new year, Chuck. How's your 2020 been so far? My 2021? Your 2021. So far, The year so of the good, biscuit dude. is gone. <laughs> uh, I know. It's like now the year of the biscuit plus one. Plus one. Mm. So far, so good. Not a noticeable change. White people will still get to do stuff and get away with it. I can't believe... I mean, I can believe it, but like, if you re- if you take out the Confederate flag and you replace it with like a jihad flag, it really does look like a bunch of like religious nuts are taking over. <laughs> it was a bunch of like people in camo riding around in trucks. It's literally Al Qaeda with newer trucks. Yeah, n- not by much. <laughs> now, Vince, you know how much I love sports, right? <laughs> You know how much I just love sports. This made me spit out my espresso. <laughs> so you know what? Every uh, four years they they have that big soccer game. It's called like the Flufa. You know, every four years the FIFA they'll do the big the big soccer game, the World Cup. So yeah, whatever. Yeah. So every four years, people get in trucks when like a country wins, and they they raise flags and they drive around. That's about the amount of time they ever want to see flags. Don't see a lot of, I guess, like, because right. Democrats have, like, hybrids and this, don't have flags This is the it. first time that I've ever seen people waving flags and stuff because their team lost. Yeah. You don't see, like, people riding around being like, oh, Mets 86. <laughs> oh, thank the Lord. That's a reference because they, they lost the game. Uh, how about a Sinise Valise update, Chuck? Of course. Now, you know our friend of the show, Gary Sinise? Friend of the show, Gary Sinise. And I hope you guys watched uh, the Tom Hanks. That's right. Tom Hanks, Lane Hanks. I hope you guys watched the Tom Hanks movie, uh, Forrest Gump, because if you started at exactly 1038, you can celebrate <laughs> New Year's 
With Garrison With Garrison E's ringing in the New Year's. Now, you can also celebrate New Year's at Garrison East if you have cancer and your dad has cancer and you're both in the military. Because he yeah. loves helping out people in the military. Yeah, he had uh, Project uh, Snowball or something. Yeah, dude, which is, wait, if you Google Project Snowball and you don't use DuckDuckGo, you get a lot of other results, bro. Oh, yeah. Don't I tell you. Don't Google Snowball on mm, Pornhub. I tell you. That's gross. Mm, it's gross anyway. Bend over, Abigail, so Gary Sinise, friend of the show, gravy pipe. he, all right, so you know, <laughs> you remember last week when we talked about the Rose Bowl? Of course I did. You actually got that question right, <laughs> even though it was a sports question because you're a big sports fan. Mm. Um, well, th- every year there's like a Rose Parade as well in, I believe it's Pasadena, California. Yes, it's called the Rosie Perez Parade. And so the Rose... <laughs> <laughs> the Rosie Perez parade was canceled this year. Yep. And cancel culture because of COVID. Oh, it's not because the parade raped somebody. It's instead. <laughs> That's usually what the happens. Rose Bowl parade said the N word. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yes, the Rose Bowl, the Rose Parade was canceled, but instead they had a virtual parade, and that it was toasted. By friend of the show, Gary Sinise. Oh, that doesn't sound stupid at all. Well, uh, so that's even better oh. than, than an actual parade is a virtual parade Woo-hoo. that everybody can enjoy. Hosted by Gary Sinise. So who doesn't love that? We love you, Gary Sinise. You're doing the Lord's work. Wink. Taking Shout care, out to you, Taking Gary care Sinise. of veterans. Keeping people safe from parades. Everything. <laughs> no, there's nothing that Gary Sinise can't do. Today's show is presented in part by Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to golden ear, get pierced. Today's show is also brought to us by Chris Brown's Batteries. Get charged with batteries by Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. And also Kate Hudson's Perfume. If you want to smell like the Hudson, get Kate Hudson's Perfume. The best way to lose a guy in 10 days. Hey, Chuck, her perfumes are... Almost famous. Almost famous. That's absolutely Did you know she's Goldie Hawn's daughter and Kurt Russell? Wait, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn... Have a baby. Have a daughter. And it's her. And it's Kate Hudson? Yeah. Yeah. You would think that she'd be hotter. Uh, you could only hope. <laughs> Ooh, you yeah. hear that music, Chuck? Mm. You know what that means. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. Of Gravy. I'm Chuck Sauce, and this is Vincent Fodi with a special presentation of Morningwood, where we talk pornography on the airwaves. <laughs> <laughs> Morning was brought to us by Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourine. Shake things up. Hey now, Jeffrey Tambor's Tambourines. Morningwood is presented in a part by Tom Brady's Gravy. All <laughs> the ladies want Brady's Gravy. It'll deflate your hunger. Mm. So uh, not too much for Morningwood this week, except we have to mention the fact that friend of the show, Mia Khalifa. Remember, Still number one, dude. Remember Mia Khalifa left porn? Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'll be... Haunted by this forever. Haunted she, by how many people love your titties, Mia Khalifa. Yeah. I don't consider that haunting. Yeah. I, I consider that being having a legacy. It'd be like if Gary Sinise quit the movie business. He's like, ah, oh, I'm haunted by all these amazing films and lives <laughs> I've changed. And I think uh, Mia Khalifa was also kind of upset because she claimed that she didn't get paid the amount of money that she was kind of deserved. Yeah, and she then got Brothers the was like, mm, we pay our people, okay? Yeah, the Brothers was like, uh, well, we did pay you. Like, and, you yeah, know, we did. And I'm, I don't think she was getting, like, royalties or whatever. But no, but it's, you know. It also turned out that she was paid more than she claimed. Uh-huh. But either way, she dropped out of the porn business. But now, now she's, she's an OnlyFans. Is it OnlyFans or Cam Soda? Uh, OnlyFans. So okay. she got she got back into the porn game. She's ba- She has a brand new OnlyFans account. And, and she um, released a nude this week. And you know what? I just want to say good for you, Mia Khalifa, because she got out right before porn stars were able to successfully monetize what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Because before... You, the Power porn, to the porn stars! Porn stars... KAKU. Didn't have Power any, to the porn stars! Like, porn stars didn't have any real... They didn't have any real power. No, we want to decentralize the porn industry, okay? Right. They didn't have I want like the cottage industry of porn. Porn stars didn't have any advocacy. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. have the ability to make. They're sex workers, bro. They're doing a job. They need safety regulations. They need to be paid a decent wage. Right, and then all of a sudden, OnlyFans comes along and it takes the power out of the people who are producing the mm-hmm. videos and gives the power directly into the hands of the performers. Yep, which is. Probably much the best possible thing that could happen for the and some of these performers are more than a handful. the sex worker industry, which also taking naked se- selfies of yourself. We've called this into question before. Is it really sex work? I mean, a lot of them is uh, BG, right? As they say, I, boy, girl. Work. I've sent 
pictures of my penis to people. Oh, yeah? Um, well, that didn't work, so you're not a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> Is it work if your penis doesn't work? Uh, I don't know. They were <laughs> supposed to be hard. That was my mistake. I was like, here's a cutie. And then it's like, oh, all right. Mm. Need the macro lens so for that one. Mia, Mia Khalifa, so, yeah, man. so Mia Khalifa got out of the industry right before all these people started making Boku bucks, but now she's back. So she's now, back, baby. now she can finally get the money and the attention and the adoration that she deserves she and be fairly already. compensated. So good for you, Mia also, Khalifa. Also, I want to give a shout out to. Um, also, I her mean, boobies are so probably nice. my third favorite porn site. It's usually X videos, Pornhub. We'll write it's in there too, but it's not a porn site. XM, no, you know what? XNXX.com just celebrated its 20 year anniversary. Wow. 20 years, bro. I was a big U porn fan. I Yeah, U porn, red porn, bro. Or red tube? Red tube. Ooh, that was a lot of homegrown. Yeah. U porn was my favorite for a long yeah. time. But then I think they got bought out and incorporated into uh, Pornhub. Yeah, Pornhub is like the Starbucks. They're they're buying up little mom and pop porn companies. It's like the Walmart of porn. They, they run them as other businesses. And then before you know it, uh, yeah. Uh, and they're, the great thing about Pornhub is that they're giving back. They're planting trees. They're, of course. They're giving out lube they're, they're to the Philadelphia trees, Police they're Department. Bees. <laughs> they're helping bees, exactly. Oh, and raising D's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Mia Khalifa still number one in X video. Surprisingly, man, she's not made that many videos. She is up to over 7 million views on some of her videos alone. Wow. Well, that, yeah. that can only be good for her OnlyFans career. Yeah, and uh, so good for her. If she stormed the White House in the costume she wore for most of her porn, she would be shot at and killed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. If, yeah. if anybody wearing a hijab stormed the Capitol building, yeah. they would be dead before they... Pretty much anyone who's not wearing a Confederate flag and doesn't <laughs> smell like their children. <laughs> you know, that was an incest joke there. Uh, they just get shot at, right? Remember during the election... A church was like, hey, let's have a peaceful walk from the church to the voting place. And the police officer was like, not on my watch, hippie. Tear gas, tear gas, tear gas. <laughs> um, let me ask you this, Chuck. Do did, I hate police? Yes. Did you get the, the video I sent you of the Dutch children's television show? Did not click on it, to okay. be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Did not click on it. Uh, thanks for tuning in to KAKU. KAKU, 88.5. Are the you saying that was a risky click? This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show, and we are talking about Morningwood, where we either celebrate the life of a porn star or talk about fun porn stuff in the news. Right. And today- We're covering all the porn news that the lamestream media refuses to cover. Those lizard people just want to divide us, and I don't want anything divided. Right. You would think lizard yes. people would be pro- Pornography. Porn. I know. I mean, they they love Satan, and Satan loves pornography. Yeah, dude. Although Satan has horns, I'm horny. Although it's a set process. Although pornography does help curb sexual violence, mm -hmm. and I think lizard people are pro sexual violence. And why is it that racist people are also like the same people fighting lizard people? I'm not racist, and I hate lizard people. Anyway, so you sent me an interesting link this morning that I purposefully that did you... not click on. <laughs> okay, so this is a Dutch children's television show. Uh, the name of the show is John Dillerman. Mm. Uh, Diller is the is the Dutch euphemism for penis. <laughs> so it would be like it would be like if the if we had a show called John Wienerman. Yeah, or John John <laughs> John Johnson. Yeah, John Johnsonson. <laughs> and uh, the show is about a man who has a extremely long penis, which uh, sort of like Inspector Gadget and. <laughs> He like does stuff with it, and uh, kind of he kind of gets into trouble with his extremely long penis. He's like in the first episode, he's like walking a dog, and instead of a leash, he's like walking it with his penis. Are no you, way! Are you playing Inspector Gadget music? <laughs> now, some people are saying some people are saying this is inappropriate for children. And other people are saying that it's kind of helping normalize like, sex, dog with sex education oh, okay. and getting kids used to it. And some and some people are saying that it's not sexual. It's just a way to familiarize kids with the human anatomy. Interesting. And I think they're gonna have a lot of broken hearts when they and realize that they think it's just kind of it's more silly. Are not they said it's not sexual because adults are projecting their sexual ideas true on, onto something that is just kind of innocent. Also, it's just a, it's just a penis. It's just silly. It's just a, it's just silly. Right. 
And now, so, so now a new thing when you go on a date with somebody, now you really know what I mean when I say I want to go Dutch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I tell you. So if you haven't seen it, look up the video. It's John Dillerman. John Dillerman. It's uh, it's pretty wild to say the least. It is insane. Is it going to continue? Only the Dutch. Only the Dutch can tell us. Only the Dutch. <laughs> All right, anything else for Morningwood? That's it, man, and just make 2021 the best year for porn stars ever. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, man. Up next on the show, we're going to do a little bit of Gluttony Club. Gluttony ah. Club is brought to us by Beyonce's Homemade Preserves. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. Gluttony Club is presented in part by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy Irons. And also Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Have no worries with, with Benedict Dictionaries. With Benedict Dictionaries. Man, so oh. unfortunately, COVID, right? I'm no, hungry the, just thinking about it. One of the many blood. negative things about COVID, other than uh, people dying, in order to stay open, I mean, every place is different. On the mainland, they have a roundabout raw where if you can have restaurants on the outside, you can have them fenced in, plastic in with heaters because they're outside. And you make the outside look like inside because people can't eat inside anymore. Some restaurants are open air. They or don't have to do you make any the limiting. inside look like the outside. It doesn't work. And then a lot of restaurants just have to operate either almost entirely takeout or only have 30% of their seats available. And that's really tough because, like, their rent isn't going down 70%, you know? Right. So you want to support restaurants. At the same time, I don't advocate going out and eating in public all the time either. Right. Guys, it's, it's I not mean, working it's out. It's okay every once in a while, but, you know, we are – let's not forget, we are in the middle of a pandemic. A pandemic! A global pandemic. So let's try to at least pretend to take this seriously. Ugh, I'm so torn, man. On I'm that like, note, Natalie Ambrosia over here. <laughs> it's a Natalie, that Natalie Ambrolio, so Ambrolio? usually for Gluttony Club, we talk about killer restaurants that we're visiting, right? But this, we're going to be taking it back again. I really think I'm going to try to eat out a little bit less and try to cook home just a little bit more with the help of biscuits and gravy. I think we can all make yourselves... Some great meals at home. Isn't and that right, Vincent? On that note, let's talk about some of the restaurants I've eaten <laughs> recently. <laughs> um, I went to, I told you last week that I went to McDonald's. And I yeah. Got, and I got the McRib. How are the pickles, bro? They're so good. Yeah. And instead of like the, the really fine minced onions that you usually have on some of the burgers, mm-hmm. uh, they have like large sliced onions. Yeah. Like chopped, like large chopped onions. Yeah. On the McRib, which is fantastic. You and still like the McRib, though, huh? I just... What's that? You like the McRib? I love the McRib. You gotta have it with root beer, dude. It's, a, gu- it it's a guilty pleasure. I gotta sh- give a shout-out to McDonald's. <laughs> because they are drive through only at this point. The McDonald's here in which, Kihei I mean, is, well. is drive through only. I like that McDonald's. And I gotta say, they are, they are crushing it. Yeah, dude. Okay, because the, the, the service was faster through the drive-thru than it was when it was drive-thru and eat in. I think those restaurants should just be entirely drive-thru from now on. Right. Like, I don't even think that there's any reason. I mean, there are, there is homeless people who have to go in and Why use the Wi-Fi. Why does McDonald's have to take care of that, though? <laughs> and also, there's people without cars. And sometimes, like, but more you, people you, on vacation. And a lot of times, fast food restaurants won't let you walk through the drive-thru. No, they don't. I'm looking at you. Uh, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. But I do think that they should allow... I mean, like, I went through the drive-thru on my moped. <laughs> you can just rent out, like, a fake moped box. Like, where do, where do they draw the line? Like, what about a scooter? Yeah. Or what What about a Razor scooter? What about a Razor scooter? What about a skateboard? What can about you an go electric through the, bike? Can you go through the drive-thru on a skateboard? Yeah. What about a one-wheel? Yeah, I mean, like... Should you be denied service because you don't have access to a vehicle? That's what if not I have remote control uh, little cars, like RC cars, and I got one for each foot? Ooh. That'd be rad, bro. Or That's like some a, Inspector Gadget stuff, Or like stuff, some dude. rollerblades? No, rollerblades are gay. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> Yo, mad people f***ing rollerblading on island right now, dude. I don't know why. It's They're beautiful. You pick beautiful that people. section of the show to curse. <laughs> Get, get all your curse words out. Get it in. 31 minutes of the show. Get all the fucking curses out get right now out. so I don't have to go through the rest of the episode and bleep them also, out. Also, you know what we should be able to do here is, can I, I can't, are we allowed to run over people that bike bicycle? I feel like you should be able to, if not even allowed to run people up. No, as somebody that now owns a bike and rides bikes. We should be able to run over like four bicyclists I, I want to say, I want to say no. No. If they're in the street, 
yes, but if they're in the bike lane, no. Leave yeah, them alone. I, well, you can just open your door and clip them real quick if they're in the bike lane. All right, but this we're we're straying from the point because McDon- I want to say McDonald's. I want to say that not only am I pro McDonald's, but I just want to give them a pat on the back because they are doing. They have got this this drive through down to a well oiled machine. They are cranking out the food, baby. And it's just as good as ever before. Yeah, McDonald's still does dollar drinks, dude. And they have McRibs. You ever have a dollar large iced tea or a dollar large root beer? It's so good. And aren't all the coffees the same price, whether you get like a small or a large coffee? All the same, bro. It's so good. Uh, I also got the Jack in the Box clucking sandwich. Yo, it's so good. The, Did you get the extreme clucking sandwich? I didn't bacon? get I didn't get the deluxe one. Uh, that dude, has all the it out. has lettuce, tomato, avocado, bacon. Bacon, bro. I got the the plain old one that just has it's sort of like the Popeye's chicken mm. where it's got the mystery sauce. It's got the mystery sauce. The mystery which, sauce. <laughs> and pickles, that's it. That's, mystery sauce. And, and pickles. it wasn't I, it's not as and big pickles. as I thought it was going to be. It's still the biggest flavor. But it ever was had. big and it was delicious. The only problem was uh my sandwich was very lightly sauced. Oh. It was practically dry. So wow. for me the mystery was where's Wait, all the sauce? <laughs> Here's my sauce. Mine was a little bit too wet. Really? Yeah. Hold on. That's impossible. That's a lot of sauce on it. That's impossible. So I I brought my sandwich home. I opened it up. I saw that it was very lightly dressed. So I made my own mystery sauce. Ooh. I did a little bit of uh, mayo, ketchup, ranch, and sriracha. Mm. And uh, it was pretty close to the sauce. I got to say. It was pretty close. I like a little mayo sriracha, though. As you know. I slathered it, Chuck. I absolutely slathered it. And the sauce, and it was very good. So now I'm looking forward to going back, getting the sandwich again, but asking them to make it Chuck style, I guess. Which <laughs> extra, <laughs> extra on the side, perhaps. Mm, yes. <laughs> All hail fast food. Uh, beefy five layer at Taco Bell went to this week. Still amazing. Got to get the beefy five layer grilled. Shame on Taco Bell for cutting back their menu. They, a lot they bring of back the think, nacho fries though, right? I know. They're doing it. They just cut their menu. They got it. They're just like the federal budget for education. When are like, they bringing back chalupas? It. I know, Remember dude. chalupas? Yeah, they have them. Do they, they have gorditas? Taste supreme today. Wait, is it? And Santa Fe. Wait, is it gorditas or chalupas? Chalupas they still have. They had gorditas. Chalupas are was, the one with like the crispy shell. Yeah, crispier. The um, naked chicken's coming back, but they got rid of potatoes. Ah, that's sad. So a lot of people think that they're taking out of McDonald's playbook, and they're gonna just get rid. They got rid of all the good menu items, and they're gonna bring them back limited release. I gotta say, nacho fries, really yummy. Because I mean, if the McRib was always available, no, I wouldn't get excited. But now that you can only get it every once in a while, Mm -hmm. bring a Dune style. It is, (laughs) it is driving business to McDonald's. Man, I myself included get the Shamrock Shake every year, and I do not like it. I don't know. Oh, why. it's terrible! Just it's just a it tradition. Oh, dude, dude, it's <laughs> it comes out before St. Patty's Day, so you can practice throwing up. Yeah, St. Patty's I can, Day. <laughs> no, it's only I can practice littering. <laughs> <laughs> also, we should mention that we did complete the Cafe La Fish and Chips challenge. <laughs> yeah, and as the staff said, this is not a challenge. Uh, so there's a a feel a meal. That feeds a family of six <laughs> at Cafe Ole restaurants in Kihei. It's a family of six. And we polished it off. We did. And I got to say, it was really good. That's when the mayo and the sriracha came together. Those were some good fish and chips. We each ate two pounds of fish. Here come the meat sweats. It was so then good. Highly recommend it. Maybe next week. I got week, the food stairs. Maybe we, next we week ate we the could whole do thing. the other one. We did the whole thing in 45 minutes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> So I'm like, we don't have a T-shirt for you. I'm like, come on, man. They're like, yeah, you come guys, on. this isn't a challenge. This is just something that you made up. Like, like, oh, it's, it's okay. We printed and brought our own T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> and then we awarded them to ourselves. Uh, shout out to a new restaurant. I'm on a mission. Last year, I was on a mission to try every hamburger on island. This year, I'm on a mission to try every Thai restaurant on island. Oh. And I went to a new Thai restaurant this week in Kahului. You just go to Nutri's. Called, uh, Nutri's is so good. You it's, don't even have to go anywhere else. It's tough to beat, and I've actually yet to find a Thai Although place. Although Maui Thai is really good. Yep. I have from them from last week. There was that one Thai place that was in town. That was like semi open air where there was like you could sit out in the courtyard and it had a balcony over the top of it. Where is that? It was in town like it was like a block away from from Main Street. I believe. Oh, like Giannato's area. 
Yeah, but a okay. li- but a little bit further in, mm. and that place was really good, but it shut down unfortunately. Oh no! They Bring had really good around. Thai iced tea that they made in house. It was so delicious. I need good Thai iced tea, and I don't want it to be six dollars, dude. What is a place that's charging like six ninety five for Thai iced tea, and it's not that good with, without the boba in it? Without the boba just in it, just plain old Thai iced tea. Like dude. I can see, like if you have a boba tea, it might be worth six bucks. No. But anyway, shout out to Mai Tai. I got uh, lobster bao buns. Mai Tai? Uh, yeah, that's what it's called, Mai Tai. Mai Tai. Yeah, Mai Tai. How do you spell it? Very carefully. Uh, no, M-Y space Okay, Mai Tai. Okay, so it's like a play on words. Yeah, like Mai Tai or Mai Tai. Yeah. Like Maui Tai, the one over near where Cafe Le is, that's like a play on words of Muay Tai. Yeah, I love it all. Love it all, man. There's only one uh, Thai restaurant I don't like on island, and it's right where I get a massage. Also. Wait, so this is the place where you got the lobster bao buns? Lobster bao and buns. And you have the option to add black caviar for like 25 bucks? Yeah, and I didn't, and I regret it because my boss paid for the lunch. I was like, ah, should have uh, got the caviar. should have got the black caviar. It was good enough on its own. I got drunken noodle, and I asked for it to be a spice 2 out of 10, and it was still spicy, so I'll tell you no, it's good. It hit all flavor points, man. It was uh, sweet, tangy. Spicy everything. Well, speaking of spicy, you should try that Phoenix Feather beef chip that I got. Ooh. It is. It turned my butthole into a fire hose. That's No one wants that. <laughs> Today's show is presented in a part by Leonardo DiCaprio's Guillotines. Hey, just in time for current events. Just everybody. in time for the revolution. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's Get Decapitated with DiCaprio. Today's show is brought to us by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. You hear that, Chuck? Oh, that means that Gluttony Club is over. And that sound can mean one thing and one thing only. Biscuiteers rejoice. It's time for Biscuit and or Gravy News. Biscuits and or Gravy News is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Eggs. Make your eggs, Benedict's. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center. For when your speech skills are... A, a little, little rocky. rocky. And also Macaulay Calkin's caulk guns. Nobody handles caulk like Macaulay Calkin. Don't remodel your home alone. Coming up on the show, we're going to do an awesome spoiler alert. We're going to finish the episode off with Chuck's Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Thanks for emailing us and mailing us your questions. But now it's time for us to put on our hats, everybody. As we are broadcast journalists, Vincent Fody, okay? I guess As we so. are people who are fighting the world power, okay? Are we? Not, nay, the new world order. It's all about BGR, baby. Biscuits and Gravy Radio wouldn't be nothing without our top quality segments like Biscuits and or Gravy News. And this week, the spotlight is on enemy of the show. Enemy, perhaps. Of the state. Of all Biscuiteers. Enemy of all gravy gals alike. (laughs) It's Gordon Ramsay's, who apparently, not Egyptian. (laughs) So Gordon Ramsay got into a a little online dust-up. Because he... People are pooping on him, bro. People are not liking Gordon Ramsay. He has an expensive $24 breakfast, bro. And people say it's small, and they say patooey towards Gordon Ramsay. Now, I got to say, Gordon Ramsay, he does make a mean beef wellington. Yeah. If you've ever seen his video where he makes the Christmas beef wellington. Also, love he has a spicy lobster meal uh, that Fabiani's actually replicated for their oh, menu. Yeah. Love it. Now, Gordon Ramsay, so he was making something online and he was sh- showing the video of it. And people started saying a that his, British breakfast. people were saying that his gravy was too thin. Mm-hmm. Now, his gravy, it wasn't quite as thin as like an au jus. Thank the Lord. But it was definitely. There's nothing I hate more than au jus. It was definitely on the thinner side. It was sort of like. Um, I like the thick gravy. I like the McCoy. I wake up. You know me, man. I like gravy in the pan. Have you ever seen gravy in the pan when you wake up, Vincent Fody? Yeah. All right. I have seen it. The moisture has evaporated. It's thick. It's gravy-licious, okay? You got to get thick gravy or else the biscuits are just going to be too dry. You need a viscous gravy, okay? Yeah, so this was this was sort of on, like, it had the same viscosity as, like, a demi-glace, I would say. Okay, which, nothing against demi-glace, okay? Which is, I, I'd say, one notch above an au jus. Today's show is brought to us in part by Demi Moore's Demi-Glace. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have some more? And so people were saying, hey, Gordon Ramsay. Millions up, of people were saying it. What's up with your thin gravy? To which he responded, Broke my heart, Vincent Fody. What did he say? My heart shattered in a million different aortas. He he did say something that was very offensive. Offensive! As my favorite band used to scream, get down with the thickness. <laughs> and he said, he had the audacity to say something that broke my heart. He said that 
Gravy is supposed to be thin, and there's no such thing as a good, thick gravy. He said he's never had a good, thick gravy. He said there's no thick gravy that is good, to which people were outraged. Bro. Myself included. Bro. So he is I mean, in the if, middle if of a huge online the capital, feud. Let it be over this, okay? Yeah, you not would, over your pro Trumpness. You would think if a bunch of white trash hillbillies were gonna storm the Capitol, it would be over something like this. Like a British guy saying gravy, saying, gravy, gravy. Saying that thick gravy isn't good. And here, I mean he's trying to stick to his guns, but I <laughs> You think know who else is sticking to their guns? <laughs> Y'all Qaeda. Y'all Qaeda. Y'all Qaeda. Um so yeah, this is a pretty sad day for gravy connoisseurs and to, to be fair, a lot of people did speak out against Gordon Ramsay, and a lot of food uh, aficionados and food critics have said, you've gone a little too far here, Gordon Ramsay, because a traditional British gravy might be on the thinner side, or like a French gravy or something like that. But there there's something to be said for a nice thick gravy. Look at look at like a sawmill gravy. Oh, dude. Like a nice, thick, chunky, white gravy mm. with pieces of sausage in mm. it. Or just a regular, old, thick gravy. Gravy. The type of gravy you could take your mashed potatoes and put like a bowl, little dip in it, and then pour the gravy in it, and it's like a little crater-like gravy. Mm, so good. I'm not saying it needs to be like, like the thickest gravy, but I like a thick gravy. Right. I like a little substance I to I like my gravy. gravy you can dollop it on. <laughs> That's a thick gravy. You don't gravy. have to pour it on. You can dollop That's it, baby. That's a thick gravy. Now, people didn't just make fun of him and argue with him and get very riled up about his lackness of gravy texture okay his breakfast they also didn't? cost 24 bucks 24 bucks for it's a 24 dollar breakfast for a, thin, for gravy. a thin gravy small plate breakfast. but what was but what was on the on the plate uh bangers and mash okay that's uh, good blis- blistered tomatoes sounds good uh potatoes and gravy and i forgot what so much someone else missing on it and you know what i gotta say as, as angered as i was i gotta say gordon ramsay i would spend 24 dollars on that breakfast yeah, especially if it was cooked by mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Although I I am against his gravy stance. I don't think he actually stance. cooks it, so. so <sighs> I am pro his beef Wellington stance. Love the beef Wellington guys. But I am anti his thin gravy stance. I'm very upset. Actually, I still I'm very fickleant. Today's well, show is presented to... part by Demi Moore's Demi Glaze. <laughs> if you like crying on the spot, alrighty. And today's show is also brought to us by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays. Than Kim Kardashian. See, I want my gravy to be like a sunscreen texture. Now, yes, exactly. <laughs> Not like SPF 15. Squeezable. Like an SPF 15. Right. You know. Now, Chuck, maybe uh, I can and offer this. you some heartwarming news to, to you know kind of cleanse your palate of this my sad, heart thin gravy news. thick gravy. Right. So how about I tell you a heartwarming story from... The state of New Jersey, the Garden State. Oh, yeah, the gar- Yeah, roses really smell like poo, poo, poo. So there was a New Jersey couple that they thought to themselves, you know what, there's a lot of trashy dog food out there, and a lot of the dog food is made from, like, lower-grade, subhuman-grade quality food. They're not putting humans in it. They're just saying that, like, the dog food is not as good as human food. It's not, it's not on, the, on par with the quality of food that humans can eat, right? So what did this New Jersey couple do? They started an entire company that makes gravy for dogs. Oh my god! And they I've make their given own my dog homemade gravy, dog food, and it makes your dog fart the most amount. So it makes they make their own homemade dog food out of human grade level food. So I mean, theoretically, you could eat it, but they make all these different dog foods, and they also make Someone's bottled watching, bottled watching gravy. Yeah. So it looks like uh, it's in those plastic bottles, like the Odwalla shake. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in those types of bottles, and uh, they actually shake, have shake shake. They actually have their own storefront shake, shake, shake. where you can walk in and shake buy gravy. You can walk in and buy uh, dog gravy. Chuck, do you hear that? Yeah! Do you hear that, Chuck? Whoa! That sound means that it's time for spoiler alert. I just want to say one more thing about Gordon Ramsay. What, what's that about Gordon Ramsay, Chuck? He said to those haters, this is like what makes him the most Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Ramsay could ever be. You know what he said to those haters? If you hate the price, it means you can't effing afford it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what people mean when they say something is too expensive. Yeah, that's one of those things where it's like how much when you ask how much something is at the restaurant, or like if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah, but also sometimes people want to make conscientious decisions. Yes. So I'm a little late to the party, Vincent Fody. You've been well, telling me I to don't, watch a show called Breaking Bad. I don't. I don't mind uh, paying twenty four dollars for thick gravy. 
I like my gravy the way I like my women. Thick and brown. Mm, expensive and British. <laughs> All right. Guys, thanks so much for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Biscuits and Gravy Show, we're so proud to be Maui's number two radio show. And we can't do it with all our fans, without all our listeners, without all our supporters. Thank you so much for making the Biscuits and Gravy Show Maui County's number two at-work conspiracy station. All right? <laughs> thanks for our good friends number down two. at... We're number two, baby. Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your ears are golden, <laughs> spend them with Oldman. Today's show is brought to us by Margaret Thatcher's Roofs Need a New Roof. Get a Thatcher. Today's show is presented in part by <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's Spring Bruce Springsteen's String Beans. Grown in the USA. Alright, so you were saying something about Breaking Bad? Yeah, so I uh rewatched Breaking Bad. I just finished season five two days ago. And do you know what I watched last night? What did you watch? El Doug? Camino! Oh, I've the been way. holding off. So spoiler alert, uh Hal does make an appearance. You know, the father from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> right, exactly. Does make an appearance in it. Oh, my God, they tortured Jesse. Todd is so dumb. But you really just get, <sighs> dude, that movie is shot so well. It's a little bit different than uh, the Breaking Bad episode in its cadence. I do like when uh, when Todd's asking him, like, Jesse, what, what do you want? What kind of pizza do you want to get? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he's oh. just, like, singing the lame songs in the car, and then it's, Jesse in the back with the dead. He had to kill his maid. He right. killed his maid. Yeah. Oh, Lori. That's a that was a really good, really well done. I like that uh, Jesse at the end. He finally gets to make some decisions for himself. Finally, because throughout the all of Breaking Bad, Jesse was always being manipulated by every single person. Right by every Hank person. Was manipulating him towards the end, bro. Right. Oh my exactly. god, I was ripping my hair out. I've seen the show before, but I totally forget. That you think it's all over, and you think he gets arrested. You think Walter White gets arrested, and then the neo Nazis show up. Not the ones that are storming the White House. The different neo Nazis, <laughs> they show up. I'm just saying. If you like Trump, you're a neo Nazi, and uh, they storm and they kill everybody. Yes, all the neo Nazis do end up broken dead, unfortunately. Yes, which no parallels to real life, apparently. <laughs> A bunch of broke neo-Nazis? Oh, no. Mm. Oh, lordy. Sounds like your average Trump supporter. So I also, uh, since the new new movie Dune's coming out, and we were talking about Tenet last weekend. Oh, yeah. Right? right. So we were talking about Tenet, and I thought to myself, like, man, I should watch a lot of, like, weird movies. I don't watch some weird extra movies okay. that are made by, like, famous people that aren't like your typical like pop movies. So you know like what I mean? any Nicolas Cage movie? So I do want to watch Nicolas Cage tonight. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a separate story. I saw this movie called Time Bandits. Oh, that's... Do you ever got, heard the guy? That's the director uh, Monty of, Python. That's the guy from Monty Python, yeah. the only British member of Monty Python. Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. You are killing it, man. That's the Time Bandits is the one where they, they have Everyone, the office and they turn it into a ship and they sail the office building away. Yeah, there's midgets and they just are traveling through time and right. uh, ripping people off in different areas and Sean Connery's in it a bunch yeah. for no reason. Yeah, Great family movie. movie. He says he envisions it as a, a trilogy where Time Bandits is the view from a kid. Brazil is the view from a middle-aged adult. Okay. And then Varen von Munchausen is a view oh, from an elderly person. Okay. Right. And then he does 12 Monkeys too. Right. So I'm thinking like, all right, let me watch it. My friend, uh, friend of the show, Vince Foti, has HBO Max. So I go to the Criterion <laughs> Collection last night, dude. This I time watch... bandits on HBO Max? And uh, yeah. And oh, okay, cool. Also, you can find it, bro. And also, I was going through like, all right, maybe I'll watch a Kubrick movie or something, oh. right? And then I saw a movie I've never seen before called Eraserhead. Oh, and yes. And so when the coronavirus came out, uh, there was all these BuzzFeed articles about 10 movies that are weirder than coronavirus. And now i got to say that I finally watched it. It's slightly weirder than coronavirus. Brazil's up there. Brazil's, Brazil's weird, super too. weird, dude. Um, so finally watched it, a good old Lynch movie. Um, unlike the lynching that they're going to have at DC today, which is very, very different. <laughs> but, um, speaking of Breaking Bad, I've been, I just found out that, uh, the final season of Better Call Saul is going to come out this year. So it's going to be the sixth and final season of Better Call Saul, which, Dude. have you been watching Better Call Saul? I'm at season three. Okay. Not the yawn. I love um, Odenkirk. It's so it's such a great show. It's it's almost as good as Breaking Bad, except it's a little bit more of a slow burn. You know what though? You have to have patience to watch it, but it's so good. I but don't know. 
if you binge watch it, it's way better because yeah. you, you get that instant gratification. Whereas mm. watching it season to season is like trying to pull your hair out. Oh man! Because you're like, what's gonna happen next? I I like it, man. But it's so good, yeah. And so uh, I'm disappointed that it's ending, but I do like Vince Gilligan's you know kind of way of doing things mm-hmm. where he likes to finish his shows before they outlive their welcome. Which season six, man. A.K.A. Showtime have, Syndrome. They don't have 30 episodes. Vince Gilligan's yeah. shows do not suffer from Showtime Syndrome. As we said it before, we'd say it again. As Breaking Bad was doing everything perfect, Dexter was just taking it on the chin and doing everything terrible. Speaking of Dexter, they are... Uh, they're rebooting Dexter! They're, they're doing like a, a second... They're going to do like a Dexter Why, epilogue. Why, Vincent Fody? Why are they're, they going to redo Dexter? They're not rebooting it. They're just going to do like... They're going to do like a post-show... Mm. You should do a post-mortem on it because that show is dead Bro. in the water. Bro. Uh, and so Bro. Michael Hall said that... Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall said that he is hoping that this will kind of fix the unsatisfying ending, to which I say, That's no. That's a loose quote. There's no... The, the show was already tarnished beyond recognition they by season seven. They should have just ended it when John Lithgow killed his wife. If it, they had ended it at the end of season four, it would yeah. have been one of the best shows ever. They should have ended it at season four, and then they should have had like a two-hour movie premiere that just cl- everything. Right. Taken two years off, and then done like a two-year, like, what happened? But uh, the only thing that does... I don't even think I'm going to watch it, because... Did you finish watching Weeds? That's another Showtime No, movie. I didn't finish watching Showtime Weeds. Started I really did finish watching Californication, which Why? also went on too long. Why did you watch Californication? And speaking of terrible Showtime shows that went on too long, uh, Shameless is having its final season as well. <laughs> the show is still on? Yes. <laughs> I think it's in, like, its 11th or 13th season, now something like that. Now, that's Shameless. Uh, and I've been watching the Clone Wars cartoon on Disney Plus. If you is have a Disney a, Plus account, is it a cartoon? There's also a hand-drawn animated one, which was it was uh, done by the same guy that drew Primal and Samurai Jack, Jenny okay. Tardefsky, yeah, whatever his name is. Jenny Tardefsky. Uh, but this is the computer animated one, and it's also That's really high quality. Line. So yeah, it's really good storylines. If you like Ahsoka who is Ooh. going to be played by Rosario Dawson in the new spin-off oh, Ahsoka series. Um, so if, you, if you're if you a fan of the Mandalorian or the Star Wars universe, brush up on some of your Star Wars history during the Clone Wars era and watch the Clone Wars cartoon. Guys, do Disney everyone Plus. a favor. It's COVID. Thank God COVID happened now. Imagine if COVID happened 20 years ago. We'd have nothing to watch, okay? Right, exactly. Thank the Lord. Everybody would be, would be burning Lock DVDs Buster, and stuff. Dude. Uh, oh, also, the new season of Cobra Kai came out, like we said last Did week. Did you plow through it already? I No, I'm only, we only watched about maybe like six episodes or so. We're about halfway through the, the new season. It dropped early on New what Year's Day. What is Cobra Kai? So if you haven't seen it, because it was previously behind a paywall on YouTube Red or whatever. Dude, YouTube Red is so dumb. Which is nobody it? ever had or has, is going to ever pay for. Has anyone paid for YouTube Red? No if one ever paid has. paid for YouTube Red, give me a call, 808. <laughs> Eight seven three thirty four thirty five. Why would you pay for you? It's so annoying. But now, fortunately, uh, Netflix has saved for it from. They have they have saved it from streaming limbo, and now you can watch all of it, including the new season, which just came out. And also, you know what's cool? The when it was on YouTube Red, didn't have any cursing. The new season, lots of cursing. Another reason to just hate YouTube Red. Just hate <laughs> it. Hate it. Lots of cursing in the news. Oh season. lordy! All right. Any uh, anything else for spoiler alert? Um, I think that's it, man. I did just get an alert from Taco Bell that they're putting black beans in a chalupa, so that's that's nice. Oh, so they do have chalupas. Yes, the Taco Bell app. I just love that the government and the Taco Bell companies listen to me. I used the Jack in the Box app for the first time the other day. Yo, so good I, deals. Bro. I ordered everything that I wanted, and then I hit like send. And then I went to Jack in the Box, and by the time I got there, my food was ready to go. It's perfect. They Highly got recommend it. $2 loaded uh, potatoes. It's so good. <laughs> I it's know. so cheesy and so $2-y. It's fantastic. All right. You ready to wrap it up, Chuck? I hate wrapping things up, but as you know, almost good things come to an end. Uh, Although like- I could do a little teaser for maybe next week we could cover this. Sure. Let's do it, um, bro. I don't know if you know anything about this conspiracy cookbook tidbit about the Big Lebowski 
I thought I knew everything about everything. I thought I knew everything about The Big Lebowski also, but this is something I just found out recently. Whoa. There's a scene in The Big Lebowski where he goes to the supermarket and he's buying food, mm-hmm. and he pays with his food for a check. Yes. You remember that? Yes. So in that scene, the TV is on in the background at the store. This aggression will not stand. Bush is giving a speech. Bush the first. H.W. Is, gi- is giving a speech. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts from the TV to him signing his check. The date on the check is 9-11. No. 9-11. Uh, no. Yes. So some people are saying that this is a conspiracy of the Cohen brothers trying to warn people that Bush did 9-11. Wow, and I also, mean, you could also just say the dairy industry. And did also, 9/11. the Conan brothers, the Cohen brothers are Jewish, so there's also some Zionist. Oh no! Uh, conspiracy. Hold on, you're telling me the undertones. Cohen brothers are Jewish. <laughs> in Hollywood, Whoa. Jewish writers in Hollywood. Wow. Get out of here. So, did Bush did nine, do 9/11? Did the Big Lebowski predict it? <laughs> did the Big Lebowski do 9/11? <laughs> did the dude nine do 9/11? <laughs> I personally think that Bush did 9-11, except I think it was the, the band Bush. Yes. <laughs> Where was Gavin Rossdale? And, and what did they use? <laughs> Glycerine. <laughs> what was in that razor blade suitcase, Chuck? All right, that's ridiculous. Let's just <laughs> to get into Chuck's he was, stuff. He was married to Gwen Stefani when that happened. Yeah, and he cheated on Gwen Stefani. Oh, don't one cheat on Gwen Stefani. One of the hottest pop punk ah. rock icons of all time. She's on my celebrity bang list. Who cheats on Gwen Stefani? Hopefully Gwen Stefani does. It's like uh, she's on my it's celebrity like, uh, bang list. That that Mariah Carey video where the guys they go to the movie theater and the guys cheating on Mariah Carey. They'll be cheating on Mariah Who Carey. Who cheats on Mariah Carey? Although he was cheating on her with the other person was also played by Mariah Carey. So oh. if you're going to cheat on Mariah Carey, it better be with somebody that looks identical to Mariah Carey. Oh my god, Jennifer Lopez hosted one of like the New Year's Eve countdown shows. Jennifer Lopez. Uh Jenny from the Block, it's terrible. Also, all New Year's Eve shows, terrible. That's the stuff they should be canceling. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, lordy. Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I am Chuck Sauce. He is Vince Fody. We are two Maui comedians, baby. Biscuits and, and thick gravy. Bisc- yeah, hashtag. We're gonna hashtag it. thick gravy. It's the Biscuits and, and thick gravy show. It's presented in part by Loincloths by Lionel. Hello. Is, is it these, these you're looking, looking for? Finding Loincloths will be as easy as Sunday morning. Loincloths by Lionel. Now open all night long. Loincloths by Lionel. He's got an endless love. For loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're worried about you might miss him, don't worry. He works the, the night, night shift. shift. Today's show was also brought to us by Lincoln's Links. Abe Lincoln loved sausage, and you will too. Get thinking. Get Lincoln. Loincloths by Lionel. Non-cling material. It won't get stuck on you. <laughs> Today's show was also brought to us by Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. You'll have a trail of tears with Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. It's time! To stump the buffalo, you can reach us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Send us your trivia questions, and we'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. That's right, Proof. I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. All right. So our Funding for today's show is presented in part by Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mm. Tatum. Tatum's. Put a little magic in your mouth. Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. All right. So... Chuck stuff the knowledge buffalo. Are you ready? I was born ready, bro. All right. Our first question comes from Alex in Portland, Maine. Alex wants to know what country is Dubai in? United Emirates. The United Ye- Arab Emirates. United Arab Emirates is correct. The yeah, UAE, dog. of course. Yeah, dog. Mm, Dubai. That's where the uh, the Burj Khalifa is. Mm, Dubai. <laughs> More like dubious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our second question comes from Dina in Sacramento, California. Dina. Hey, Dina. Hi, Dina. Dina the wants Dean to know. machine. Did you get what a Christmas is... card? What? Did you get Dina's Christmas card? Dina? Yeah, dude, she sent us a Christmas card this year. It was cute. Oh, I guess mine got lost in the mail. Mm, just mm. like our voter bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dina in Sacramento, California wants to know, what is the name of the historic hippie area in San Francisco? The historic hippie okay. district. Um, right. The historic hippie district in San in Francisco. San Francisco. That's oh, where uh, the Grateful the Dead house was. Shock and awe. 
Oh, it's a freaking street, man. Uh, it's gonna. Uh, hate and Ashbury. Hate Ashbury is correct. Boom! Shout out to my mom who got me a Hate and Ashbury T-shirt, and really? then got mad at me for smoking weed the next month. Nick signals, Mess Thompson. <laughs> Okay, you ready for our third and final question, Chuck? Yeah, dog. Our smartest buffalo in the room, bro. Our third question is always a sports question because <sighs> sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. That's another thing that should get canceled this year. You ever hear someone play tennis? It's very erotic. Sports pretty much got canceled. Dude, I went to the park the other day to make Daisy poop, and I was walking by the tennis courts. This is my impersonation of everyone playing tennis. Uh, our third question comes from Nick and Kula. Hey, Nick. Nick wants to know, what is the name of Daniel's karate teacher in The Karate Kid? Wax on, wax off. He who Mr. Miyagi? Mr. Miyagi is correct. You got three out of three, I'm Chuck. I'm Buffalo Alive. Yes, you did. You got all three, and that also means that that's the end of our show. Oh, that means we can't play The Meatloaf. Oh, wow. The Meatloaf. Shout out to The Meatloaf. Mom. Shout out to my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. Thanks for having me here in the Biscuit Bunker, guys. Guys, wash your hands. Don't make out with people, okay? Especially your pot smokers out there. Just smoke out of your own bowl. Smoke your own joints. Don't need to be passing that stuff around, okay? You can smoke your own way. You can smoke your own way. I like that. I smoke like that your own way. Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. <laughs> of course. Today's show is presented in a part by Tim Allen's Wrenches. Greats returning. State's, State's evidence. evidence. Take that, Tim Allen. <laughs> Vincent, I'll see you next time. Same biscuit place, same gravy time. And from me to you, hello! Sanis <laughs> <laughs> Felice, bro. Gravy. The thickest of the gravy.